Hey Tainy fam, it is one of your favorite Polynesian sisters here today and I'm taking over the Tainy Talk stream. So how are all of y'all doing? It's your girl Sal and today we have some interesting things to talk about. So just so that everyone's on the same page, each sister will be doing a takeover segment on our Today or Nah relationships episodes. And to be honest, it has been a minute since I've been in the dating scene and there are definitely like some things I feel like, sheesh, I totally should have known that um, or really understood this before even thinking about adding a whole person into my routine, right? Right, yeah. So I dated my husband for well over five years um, and honestly, before we took it to the next step, I think back and I'm like, hmm, so what was I looking for when I decided to make things quote unquote dating official? Like, did I even know? And honestly, I don't even think I knew or really even cared to figure out, you know, what salvation needed in the moment. I was just like, mm, this chocolate 21 year old is interested in me. That's cute. Let me go ahead and see what he's talking about right like what the heck no my dating life prior to joseph was pretty interesting as i was i wasn't really looking for anything serious i mean like to be honest i started dating joseph at 17 years old so i shouldn't have been looking at anything anyone seriously to begin with and i really needed to sit my fast behind down somewhere to be honest so with all that being said, let's discuss the stages of dating. And to be honest, I found this interesting just because I I didn't really like have a calculated perspective when I decided to date. I mean, my first quote unquote boyfriend, I mean, if you can even call it that, I was like 10 years old. Like what the world? I didn't even know myself enough to even be doing all that. Like for real, sit down, have several seats. Don't get up until you know yourself. Um, but now, you know, as an adult, I just find it super important, you know, that in a world where people are falling into depression or losing their lives, you know, because of dating situations that we should really dive into the dating stages. Like, it's so important, so important to know what you should be looking for and, you know, certain, you know, things to be aware of whenever you're going through, you know, different dating phases. So now... I just want to let y'all know I'm no relationship specialist and I can only speak on personal experiences in hopes that you find my suggestions helpful to you. All right. All right. So enough of that. Let's get to it. Um, and so I know that there there's so many research uh, studies and things out, you know, out there on the Web and books about dating and, you know, I like to say, you know, choose what is going to be most beneficial to yourself. And for me, I found the five stages of dating probably the most applicable and probably the most effective to me when we're just looking at dating in a broad form, right? So I'm going to discuss five stages of dating and then, you know, we'll go from there. Stage one is attraction and romance. So with this stage, what happens, you know, is at the beginning of every relationship, 
this is the stage where we focus on commonalities, right? So because the similarities are so, you know, um, are like the main focus, right? In this stage, the flaws seem so trivial. And so we basically ignore them in this stage. Like, we're just like, oh my God, he's so cute. She's so beautiful. And that's all we really want to focus on, right? Or, oh my gosh, you know, we have the same interests in sports or, you know, you know, we're just trying to find that commonality. And in this stage, we are just really wanting to be around that person. And what we do is we try our best to ignore conflict. I like to say like we overlook the red flags, right? Uh, they're like literally there, but because we're just so attracted to them physically and wanting to be around them, we are not really focusing on it. So what we are focusing on is the emotion and the feeling of what is common or what the similarities are between, you know, myself or, you know, and your partner. Um, I did find a study that was interesting. It says that in this stage, our endorphins are running through our bodies and it gives us like a high sensation. And so as we all know, right, a high, we must, you know, as far as like a high, right, a high must always come down. I was going to say a high, we must almost always come down, but that didn't make no sense, low key. <laughs> but yes, a high must always come down. And so stage two is when that high is, you know, already down, it's settled in and reality sets in. Stage two, the endorphins have settled and it's like, boom, I'm here, girl, you know? And I say, this is really what, um, what happens in this stage is usually relationships aren't set to last beyond this stage. You know why? How about you? Do you know why? It's because your eyes have cleared and you're over here like, nah, thank you for your time. It's been real and you're cute and all, but this ain't going to work. You know, honestly, this stage, you get to really see the flaws and really decide if, um, you know, if you want to move on in the next relationship or not. You know, the dream guy or the dream girl no, lo no longer looks like a dream and really, this stage you would be deciding on if a commitment uh, with this person is something you want to keep in the long run. And so listen, don't feel like you need to make the commitment. Allow yourself the time that you really need to understand the person and your needs as well. I think what happens in this stage is we're just like, you know, I spent time with this person or we can overlook this. And I just think, you know, being in a relationship for almost Ooh, 14 years and being uh, married for almost nine years that the this stage is so important because this stage in the long run right may come back and bite you in the long run because you know if you know somebody is doing something that you know you're not in in agreement with and you're still like you know I'll overlook it overlook it you know that thing because you haven't addressed it is going to come back and bite you like you're basically going to hold that grudge or that type of resentment from that person and expect them to know how you're feeling but because you didn't communicate it right um your partner is kind of in the in the shadows or in the dark in the shadows because of that and so it's important that whenever reality does set in that you understand like is this something that you can handle you know, down the road, 10 years from now, five years from now, 15, you know, and really understand what you need personally before moving on to the next step. Because in all actuality, if you can't stand when somebody is 
like messy or the way they chew you know that I know it sounds so trivial right now but to be honest those things are really going to bother you you know 10 years from now and can you ignore what you're ignoring in your early on or you know or your early set relationship in 10 years and personally no like no if something is bothering me Um, And I've learned this with, you know, being married to my husband, like we really need to open that line of communication and speak and say, that didn't really sit right with me or that doesn't, you know, work for me Um, and just make those clear. Um, All right. Rant over, rant over. I know, I know. Okay. So next stage is stage three and others call it the disappointment and I call it the fight me if you want to stage, you know, and typically This stage can go on for, I don't know, research says it can go on for a year, maybe longer, just depending on how well you manage your differences. Um, And research says that most people who can healthily communicate are likely uh, to move on to stage four. And I truly believe that this stage will show how much your partner really cares about you. Here's the thing, no matter how difficult it may be to understand someone's perspective, whether it's your partner's or I mean, I think in any relationship, right? Your emotions or reactions in the midst of the argument will show your true feelings. So keep watch, right? It's so important to really understand this. Like if you're having arguments and, um, or differences, right? If you're having any type of differences, like really keep watch of how that person reacts in the middle of, you know, a frustrating issue or, you know, circumstance. Understanding differences and arguing because you don't see the same or, you know, see things the same way should not include belittling or putting you in a place of condemnation. And I am so, so like guilty of that. And, you know, us Tanny Talk sisters, we, we like to put it all out there. And there are times where, you know, in the past where I have allowed my emotions to get the best of me. And because I didn't get the reaction that I wanted, I I said something hurtful, you know, to my partner and it just wasn't, it's not cool. It's not cool to do that. And, um, you know, no one deserves that kind of treatment in the first place. And so I will be the first to say like, this is something that I continuously work on even after, you know, my husband and I aren't dating, but we like to say like, we do have a dating relationship. Um, But it's important that you're, you know, you're being respectful when you do have differences that you, there is a way to communicate, right? Effectively, if you are having a disagreement. And so that's definitely something that I'm learning on a daily because your girl will pop the hell off. I'm just saying, I pop, I pops off. Especially, you know, if I'm like, hold, you know, if I feel like you're over here and you coming at me and you coming at my throat and you have no logical reason and I feel like my reason is better than yours, which, you know, that ain't, that doesn't justify anything, but that's just my personality. I will pop, pop off, but I'm learning. And because I have Jesus in me, I'm steadily learning how to be, you know, um, just be, being doing good right I don't know if that was like proper English but it is today but just doing what's right on behalf of being respectful to you know my significant other um or to the other people in my relationships because ultimately you you know you're hurting that person but you're also hurting yourself you're making yourself look worse so just be respectful keep watch of how people are communicating with you whenever 
you know, you're in a dating situation, if it's belittling or, con- you know, con- condemnation or, you know, them just pointing the finger of blame at you when in all actuality, like, you should definitely, like, definitely be, like, working together. Um, and just, you know, if that's not something that you want to be in, you know, nobody is telling you to, that you have to stay in a place where you are being condemned. Um, but I say keep watch. Um, hold your feelings and your emotions at guard, right? Because it's important, um, especially in a relationship. So stage four, drum roll, please. Next is stability. Um, so stability, y'all are making progress. You're understanding or learning your partner daily, right? So my sister Kat says often, it's you and your partner against the misunderstanding or problem. It's not you against your partner. And so I feel like, you know, once we understand this and it's embedded in the relationship, that stability really is the next, the next step. You know, um, like really knowing your partner, you have history now and you know how to work through the issues. I do feel though, it is also like important to not become comfortable with each other. Because for me, I feel like once comfortability um, sets in, right? So comfortability can creep in this stage and then we begin to have wandering thoughts and eyes and can easily end the relationship because we're no longer entertained within this stage. So even though we have that stability, it's also important that we're not stable and just comfortable with, you know, what's going on, but we're stable on keeping things alive. Um, so for me, it's important that I say to keep things active. It, you know, it's important to keep things fun and random, uh, just so that you guys are continuously enjoying each other's company and you're not like doing the same thing over and over again and getting tired of you know, just doing the same thing. Um, but relationships should be fun. Like you should be able to have that moment of, or those moments of, you know, just being random. Right. And so I, I feel like when we're in stage four, it's important that we hone in on, uh, the things, you know, experiencing first and last, right. Um, and making those memories. So stage four is kind of just like that memory make making memories or is it memory making yeah I think it's memory making um see what happens when I'm by myself I'm over here talking to myself and I'm usually like sisters help me out but yes stage four is memory making stage five is commitment and I kind of feel like this is like the seal the deal phase so you decide to take that commitment And then I'm just like, okay, well, you know, well, there's the wedding bells or I mean, not really, because right now you can definitely decide to make this commitment and not have wedding bells. And that's the preference thing, right? Right. So for me personally, this stage would mean, you know, making it official. um, And that would be the wedding bells. If it's not for y'all, then okay. I mean, do your thing. Uh, not knocking it, but with this stage, typically we don't miss the romance and we are really just focused on the future with our partner. And I just think that's so dope because y'all made it through the stages with the person that you decided would be part of your future. And y'all are working as a unit to continuously create a future that is beneficial for the both of you 
and then you know whatever else you guys decide to do moving forward but there you have it that's the five stages of dating and before i let you go let me impart some wisdom try loving and understanding yourself before opening the door to another person you deserve and owe that to yourself so i just say take time for yourself before adding somebody else and so i thank you for taking time to listen And it is always, always, always a pleasure spending time with each and every one of our listeners. And as always, spread love and light because our world needs you.